The KLX140 is one of my favorite dirt bikes for a variety of reasons, but there's one thing that I really wish it had. So in this video, I'm going to show you why you should or shouldn't get this bike and which size you should get because there's three KLX 140s to choose from and Kawasaki, for some reason, they changed the names of them along the way, but they're still the same bike. So what kind of bike is this? Well, it's a trail bike that is designed for beginners and casual riders because it's easy to ride, it has a low seat height, it's easy to maintain, and it's very affordable. So first, the engine. It's a 144cc air-cooled engine. It's the same engine in all three sizes. And just like a Honda XR engine, uh, it's super reliable. It's easy to maintain. Basically, you just have to change the oil, and it does have an oil filter, and then keep the air filter clean, and this thing will last a long time. Uh, the 144 engine, it has a little bit more power than like the TTR125 or the CRF125, so that's uh, a nice bonus, but it's just super smooth uh, right from idle all the way to about 8,000 RPM. It's not a race bike, but the power curve is very smooth, making it really easy to control the clutch and the throttle. So when you're just starting out trying to learn how to use the clutch, it makes it easy because first gear is really low, and that low-end torque uh, makes it so the bike isn't super snappy or jerky and it doesn't stall easily. So compared to like a, a race bike that has power mainly in the upper RPM range, you really got to rev it up and keep it going. This, you can basically just use the clutch, let the clutch out, and let the bike do the work to, to get moving. Uh, it has a five-speed uh, transmission, obviously a clutch. Uh, going from the KLX 110 to the 140 is a great step up. Uh, if you or your kid or grandkid is ready to go from a semi-auto uh, to a manual clutch. What I noticed compared to like the TTR or the Honda 125 trail bike is that first gear is noticeably higher, uh, meaning uh, you have to go a little bit faster uh, to get the bike moving. Not much, but like the Yamaha and the Honda just have a, an ultra low first gear, which is almost useless uh, unless you really want to go like a crawling speed or just do some really tough technical tight rock sections. It really isn't that big of a deal. If you really want to get that ultra low first gear, just put a smaller front sprocket on it. Uh, and then this is electric start only, so no backup kickstart. Some people don't like that, but for me, I haven't really had a problem. As long as the battery is good, charged, you're not going to have a problem with it, at least when you know that the bike starts and runs properly. For example, if it's been sitting for months or years and the carb gets dirty, which I'll cover in just a moment, it can take a lot longer for the electric start to get the bike going, and this can wear the battery down. So moving on to the carb, that is the one thing that I wish it didn't have because compared to the Honda CRF125 started in 2019, it has fuel injection. And even though the carb works just fine on this for the most part, uh, it could be better and I'm just tired of dealing with dirty carbs and trying to uh, adjust these not very adjustable carbs, uh, especially this one. It has a fuel screw which is hard to access and it has that D 
D-shaped uh, screw on it, so you need a special tool just to get it. You kind of need to take the seat and the gas tank off just to adjust the fuel screw, which is super important for getting uh, the right idle, the right fuel mixture for starting and idling. So that's kind of annoying. Uh, that's really the biggest complaint I have about all these KLX 140s. I wish that they would just go fuel injected, even if it costed a couple hundred bucks more. Now moving on to the suspension, uh, the front isn't adjustable. Uh, but I feel like it, it holds up and has a little bit better damping uh, than like the Yamaha TTR, which is a great bike, but this just seems to uh, hold up a little bit better and not so much of a, a pogo stick effect, even though it is nice and soft, which makes it great for beginners or if you're a casual rider that's riding tight trails or just at slow speeds. Because if you get on an enduro bike or motocross bike with stiff suspension, it's going to feel harsh. You're going to feel it in your hands. Uh, and arms, you're going to just get exhausted quickly. That's why these trail bikes are so nice for starting out on or just casual riding with your kids. Uh, this model, the L model, the large wheel, has an adjustable rear shock. Well, for one, they'll have the adjustable preload, which you need to adjust for your ride height to get the front and rear suspension balanced. But it also has this damping clicker, which controls how quickly or how slowly the shock uh, compresses and rebounds. If you don't have the right spring rate in, it's not going to make much difference, but it just gives you a little bit more fine tuning for better comfort and better traction to keep the wheel and or the tire on the ground. Uh, as far as the ergonomics goes, they feel like a regular dirt bike, but I do like that it's a little bit more comfortable than the TTR125. It has a little bit more of that motocross race bike ergonomics feel, but moving on to the seat height and the wheel sizes, that's going to be the biggest difference between uh, the standard small wheel, the large wheel, uh, and the the full size wheel. So going by the names, Kawasaki started calling them the KLX 140, uh, the 140L, and then the 140G, which are now called the 140R, 140RL, and 140RF. <laughs> so. Uh, going in that order, they're still the same bikes. They still have all the same specs. They just changed the name, which I think is dumb. Just confuses everyone. But anyway, so the small wheel has 17 and 14 inch wheels uh, with the lowest seat height. It's good if you're around 4, 8 to four, uh, 5 foot 2 inch height range, uh, but it mainly depends on your inseam. If you're unsure, it's best to sit on one and see if you can touch. As long as you can touch uh, the ground with one foot, that's enough to give you confidence. And that's why these trail bikes are so nice, especially if you're short, have short legs like me, and you're just starting out. If you can get one foot on the ground when you're stopped or when you're coming to a stop easily, that just really builds your confidence as opposed to the taller enduro bikes, which are super tall, which give you more performance that you don't really need when you're starting out. You don't need to touch with both feet. Uh, you just need to touch with one and get another foot on the foot peg. Uh, so then the large wheel, which has um, the 19 and 16 inch wheels and tires, which is this model, it's better if you're five foot to five foot four inch height range. The full size wheels with the 21 and the 18 inch, that is as big as it gets for wheels and tires, but it's still using the same chassis, which means that it has the lowest seat height 
for a full-size bike. So if you don't need a lot of power uh, and you want the lowest seat height, but you still want those full-size wheels, which give you better handling on the trails, they roll over obstacles like logs and rocks better, uh, the KLX 140 with the full-size wheels is an awesome way to go. So if you're looking for a race bike that you can jump on, uh, you're an experienced rider that just wants to ride fast, this probably isn't for you, but if you want a beginner bike, uh, or a trail bike that's super easy to ride, has a lower seat height, will build your confidence quicker, and is more affordable to buy and maintain, and you can still probably sell it for around the same price a year or two later. The KLX 140 is a great bike to choose, and there's three different sizes, so you got a lot of options. The price range in the used market, they're around $2,000 to $3,500, depending on your area and if you're going to buy a used dirt bike but not sure what to look for I want to show you the most important things you need to look for to know if you're getting a good deal on a reliable used bike you can download my free guide uh, at motocross hideout the link is in the description below does this sound like it's a good bike for you which size do you think let me know in the comments below I'm Kelly Fager from motocross hideout learn more ride more